This is an RNZ podcast. I can report that the Learning From Home TV channel will resume uh, from 9am to 1pm on weekdays. They'll be back on air on Monday, so you can expect to see Susie and Karen back on screen. Uh, The Ministry of Education will be working with schools uh, around the distribution of digital devices and hard packs of learning materials where there aren't digital devices available to continue their learning uh, as a result of the extension of Level 3 in Auckland. That was the Minister of Health, Chris Hipkins, last weekend announcing that TVNZ is bringing back home learning TV while Auckland's kids are learning at home again, as they were during the nationwide lockdown from late March to May. And some parents would indeed have been happy to see Susie Cato and Karen O'Leary back on the screen from last Monday with more educational and entertaining stuff for their kids on TVNZ's Duke channel between 9am and 1pm until the end of this month. Now, interestingly, the minister also said that the feedback on the first round of lockdown TV was that there was a fair bit for the younger kids to watch, but not so much for the bigger kids. And that isn't a new problem here in New Zealand. As we heard recently here on Media Watch, a New Zealand on-air review of what kids watch and where found plenty of programmes for infants, toddlers and juniors, and the TVNZ-hosted on-demand service Hey Hey is focused on their needs. But older primary school-age kids are poor cousins by comparison, and they're almost entirely absent in our news. But one effort to cut through that last year was Kia Kids News, short news-style reports by and for kids in video, hosted by Stuff and TVNZ, with public funding via New Zealand On Air. Kia Kids News was the brainchild of producer Luke Nola, whose science discovery show Let's Get Inventin' has won awards and been screened overseas, like the more recent one also, Nano Girl and the Infonauts. But Kia Kids News was designed to get Kiwi kids from 7 to 11 years of age involved in current affairs. And it breaks new ground by getting them to pick the issues and, with help from real journalists, report and produce the stories themselves as well. Kia Kids News is about kids telling the news and having fun while doing it. The more fun you have making your story, the better it will be. Good luck, happy shooting and seriously, don't decapitate your children. Sound advice there. One or two Kia Kids news stories were even picked up last year by the mainstream media, and fittingly, the first one was actually about Kia. Nine-year-old William Ellis's report on the birds being poisoned by lead-head roofing nails in Arthur's Pass was reported nationwide, and the first season of Kia Kids news stories didn't shy away from the hard stuff in the news. Kia ora, this is Myron from Kia Kids News, and we're here at the Trust Stadium to find out more about the recent changes to New Zealand's gun laws. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Um, could you tell us what's going on today? Well, today uh, we're handing our military-style guns back. Could you tell me what kind of gun you have? Uh, this is a semi-automatic 223, and that's been deemed illegal. So it's going to happen today? Um, I don't know. I think they're going to crush them and, and decommission them so they don't work. But after that, I'm not, not too sure. What sort of guns are being handed in? Yeah, so a lot of the uh, firearms uh, that are banned are uh, semi-automatic And what that means is you can pull the trigger as fast as you can and it'll keep shooting. And uh, a lot of them can hold quite a lot of bullets. And Kia Kids News in its first round didn't shy away also from the story it couldn't have foreseen, but that it's impossible for anyone to avoid these days, including kids. Hi, I'm Harry reporting for Kia Kids News. COVID-19 has established several large clusters of cases in the country. From the Catholic Girls' School Marist College is the origin of one of the largest clusters. 
At the time of filming, there were 84 confirmed cases of the disease from the school. Today we have an exclusive interview with a Year 7 student from the school. A girl with a first-hand account of what it was like at the centre of the pandemic. In a recent funding round that was brought forward because of the COVID crisis, New Zealand On Air funded a fresh season of Kia Kids News and the first stories from that appeared this week on Stuff and the Hey Hey platform on TVNZ On Demand. And there are many more stories now in production and on the drawing board in spite of Auckland's lockdown. So this week I asked producer Luke Nola what it is that kids and curious non-kids can expect to see. NZ On Air spent a bucket of money on some research about the activity of kids' viewing habits. Um, and it, it's fascinating, I must say. And I've never really been fascinated by research, but this was um, interesting, to, to say the least. Yeah, how do we know, though, that kids actually do have an appetite for news? Because something else that came out of that New Zealand on-air research was their preferred platform uh, for a lot of stuff. It wasn't so much television. It was things like TikTok and YouTube. News isn't really a core part of those, is it? And what I found interesting in the research was the properties that ranked. So obviously The Simpsons was the top and YouTube, Teen Titans, um, and then the news. So behind those properties, which have had millions spent on them, uh, Lego Masters, What Now, Friends, SpongeBob, big long-term properties that have been around for ages, Star Wars, My Little Pony, all behind the news, which I found fascinating because in 2014, when this research was last done, the news didn't even factor. And so we've got um, the news ahead of SpongeBob, which I always thought SpongeBob was the king, you know. <laughs> and here we've got the news um, being watched by 7 to 11-year-olds more often than these other massive international expensive properties. For Kia Kids News, which is only in its first season on stuff.co.nz, which isn't even a kids' platform, remember, uh, is competing with um, massive brands like Moana and What Now, which is a you know, 25-year-old property. What's interesting, though, is that we have an 87% of all kids either liked or loved our show, um, which to me is astounding. None said they didn't like it. What is going on with uh, the news now? Is it more interesting than SpongeBob and Adventure Time? Are, are, are real things weirder than what we can write in cartoons? I've always kind of felt that reality is, is stranger than fiction. And whilst I like writing stories and making stuff up, the real world is, is definitely weirder and crazier than uh, what we can write. I mean, look at Trump and, and COVID-19 and these crazy adults going mad. Our kids are probably looking at them going, whoa, that is that is crazier than, than Gumball, you know? <laughs> mm. Well, this breaks the mould a bit in terms of children choosing the topics that they want to cover as well as then producing and executing the entire report? It is news for kids by kids. Um, and our, our secret source um, developed with Carol Hirschfeld and Janine Fenwick at stuff.co.nz. Any kid in New Zealand could be a presenter and we've given them a voice. Uh, we have 132 different presenters on our show every season, uh, which means, and that's an awful, that's never been done before, an awful lot of presenters on a news show Every story has a different kid presenting it. So as a, as a seven-year-old, nine-year-old, I can say to myself, oh, look, I could be on that and, and give it a go. And so we give all kids a go all throughout the regions. Last season, we couldn't get into the tiny towns. We got into the Christchurch, um, Wellington, Auckland, main centres. But this season is exciting because our crew can now come to your uh, regional town and, and do stories. Um, we're fully mobile. So um, it's a cool new development. Kids in the regions are the coolest kids in New Zealand. They're just authentic, funny, 
uh, great, not embarrassed to be on screen. And so we want to get more of that, um, the regional schools and kids on Kia Kids News. You know, if I was sitting here thinking, hmm, what, what topics could I pick at any given time that are, yep. are newsworthy that uh, maybe we could get a, a kid's perspective on, I could do that. But there must be things that the kids are thinking up. I mean, for example, I've seen a couple of interviews with children's books authors uh, that I'd simply never heard of, but of course we're, we're huge with them, local ones. So are there cases yeah. where kids are coming up with topics you'd never have oh, dreamed absolutely. of? Because that's part of, our, part of our format is that we go into schools all around New Zealand and um, actually we've just been given a, a Brits camper van. So we've got a, a portable studio now where we can go around to any little town. We do these school workshops where we get a, a class together and everyone has a go at being a presenter. We film them and give them a little bit of training and some tips on how to present the news. Not all kids can do it. Some, some kids give it a go and, and, and can't do it, but that's okay. They all get a chance. A lot of play, uh, properties talk down to kids, assume that they're not interested or knowledgeable about certain things, and we always assume that kids are just like adults and they want to be treated that way. Yeah, but Luke, when it comes to the news, uh, I mean, that's all about editorial processes. So, look, the most senior of journalists get told from time to time by their editors or executives, you know, sorry, your idea is not a good one, wrong for this outlet, nice try, go away, forget about it. Or, you know, look, good story, but you've done that bit wrong, go and do it again. Sometimes this is galling for experienced journalists. I imagine that sort of thing could be crushing for kids. I mean, at some point, are there kids that have embarked on this that actually aren't doing it right and, you know, you can't save their story? It could be crushing for them. Oh, totally. And it's, um, we've, we've, been very familiar now with the term that's called being spiked, which is a vintage uh, term for journalism in the journalism world when your story is rejected by the editor. And uh, it's not that brutal, but Janine Fenwick and Carol Hirschfeld, um, they work closely with us to make sure that our stories are relevant um, and hit the mark and are ones that they want to actually run on the front page of stuff.co.nz. And we have to earn that place. Our kids have to earn the position. And We've learned the difference between a magazine show and actually what the news is and, and having hard-hitting news in our stories on an equal basis to the adult stories that are running on the front page of stuff. So, um, yeah, we've had story spikes. Kids have had stories um, uh, rejected, and that's part of journalism. That's just the reality of it. And, sure, it's disappointing, but um, thankfully it doesn't happen too often, but it certainly does happen as part of our mentorship with stuff we are learning, us directors are learning, our producers are learning, but the kids are learning as well. These days, uh, there's one topic that's in the news all the time. Uh, yeah. No one can avoid it. So how will the second season of Kia Kids News be addressing the topic of COVID? I mean, are you taking the approach that, look, it's on kids' minds, so we're going to deal with it? I mean, oh, are, you, yeah. are you going to try and sift that? Make sure it's not all COVID all the time because kids need a break from it just like everybody else. Oh, I, thought, I think it's a, a rich area, and it's we, we're look, doing a story on masks and why why don't twelve year olds have to wear masks? You know, and uh, we're doing a, an animation on what is genome? What is a genome? Uh, it's basically a plan for how the body is built. You know, to put it simply. But you know, we find um, we've got a new sequence called Kids Splaining, where we'll take um, what is a virus, what is what is uh, a genome. What is COVID really? How does it work? And we'll do a little fun animation. Kids own drawings in those cartoons to explain highly technical things. The measles episode, for instance, we did last year on how does the measles virus work? It's actually a pirate uh, that attacks your cell. Um, it was a fun way of, of explaining a highly scientific thing. 
And we did that with COVID as well. We'll do what? Why does a mask work? What is happening in a mask when those molecules go into it? And there are fresh stories posted every week now as part of this season. But how is the lockdown affecting this? I mean, it's not countrywide, obviously, but uh, I guess in the region you are, Great Barrier Island, I believe. Level three conditions apply, I guess. Is this something that can carry on in a lockdown world? Oh, yeah, last lockdown, we just carried on. I mean, there's, the core team is seven or eight, um, and then working with Carol Hirschfeld and Janine Fenwick, and we're all working from home, where we we built a, ca- a cartoon animation showing parents how to film. The technology's out there that we can use parents' phones, iPhones, and they can film kids, and then send us the, the footage, and our editors, who are also working at home, edit the footage, and then have that turned around in about a week. And that's the news, you know, the, the COVID-19, the lockdown, it's a part of life. There's all sorts of stories we can do. So um, bring it on, bring on the lockdown. We actually have quite enjoyed it because it's been a, a whole new way of working. And um, I like change. I actually think it's really good and it's, it's healthy in a creative environment. When you look at older children, um, they're kind of almost missing in our media a lot of the time. We have a lot of programs for younger children, you know, children's programs for, you know, infants, toddlers, whatever you want to call them. Those older kids, not so much. And in our news, I mean, not just primary school age, but also just younger people, teenage and so on, they're almost absent. You know, is there a way, I mean, this is, I guess, a project that's been funded two times now for separate seasons by New Zealand on air, but is this perhaps a stepping stone or a model for a kind of permanent, presence that actually has young people, people as young as 7 to 11, um, you know, actually part of the news process all the time? Oh, look, um, our vision for this is definitely to, to, to grow it and keep it going because it's been so successful. And so I think there's definitely a chance to, to extend this beyond beyond um, where we're at and um, and also the age group. I mean, there's, there's two different age groups in, in our audience, the 7 to Eight and the eight to nine, ten, eleven are two different kind of creatures, if you like, um, and two different mindsets. But we're very mindful of that, and we adapt our product for that. Uh, but you know, the, the kids these days are thinking about the news. When I was a kid, the news was boring, is what the adults watched. But that's so different now. That's completely not the case. Uh, the news is engaging. It's it's um, it's immediate. It's in, it's inspiring. It's scary. It's all those things that entertainment is um but it's real so um yeah i think to to answer your question definitely this is the thing and and the research has proven it that roughly seven minute duration is is an interesting length because i'm thinking back to what you said about uh, my kids found uh news bulletins sort of one news news hub at six or something they found news packages that lasted you know two, two and a half minutes, a bit confusing, a bit rapid fire. But if they sat down and watched something like, well, Campbell Live, which isn't around anymore, you know, often there was a longer yep. thing, there was a conversation in it, the reporter, you know, the presenter throwing to a reporter who sometimes was talking into the camera, talking at them, and sometimes a report would be six, seven, eight minutes long, and they would they would yeah. really engage with that. Is that is that the sort yeah, of well, pattern you see that captures kids' imagination? Absolutely, totally. We tell stories. I mean, our our bulletins are stories. They're news, but they're, they've got a beginning, a middle, and an end. They start with a problem. All stories start with a, a protagonist, a problem, uh, a hero, and a solution. And so it's basically like a joke. You know, there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's a, a crunch line at the end, a punchline at the end that, that satisfies our audience. So um, whilst we are hard news and we you know, we're journalists, uh, we are telling stories and we use everything uh, available to us to tell those stories, animation, music, characters, humour, 
uh, gags, whatever. TV producer Luke Nola overseeing Kia Kids News, funded by New Zealand On Air for TVNZ's on-demand service Hey Hey and Stuff, whose journalists and editors are supporting the project. And new bulletins will screen every Wednesday and Friday at 12pm at stuff.co.nz forward slash Kia.